Hello! Welcome to the Artist Reality Podcast, where we'll take you on a journey into the life of artists, the challenges they face, and their hopes and dreams. My name is Federica Elena. I work with artists to help their dreams become a reality. And Andrea is an artist who is passionate about empowering the arts community. Every month, together, we will have honest conversation with artists and talk with professionals who can support them. Today I'm here with Andrea, who is the artist I really want to present to you and who has totally captured my attention during these months. Would you like to introduce you what are you working on and what is the name of the coming project? Thank you, Federica, for the intro. So happy to be here talking with you and to be sharing with everyone about my project, which is called Flores de Rua, which translates to street flowers. And this is a project I've been working on since February, which I concluded in May, and it's comprised of a series of 36 photographs of street flowers, which I collected from the sidewalks, the calzada, the gutters, the streets, the jardins in between rocks and dirt flowers, which had fallen from all kinds of places, from trees, from plants, from balconies high up, from apartments throughout the city. And what I really love about this project is that these street flowers or the flores de rua have spent time out in the city kind of living their own lives as they departed from where they came from, which is like nature. And they've experienced being blown by the wind, rained on, spending some time in the sun and being stepped on by people as well. And also kind of ending up in these little corners where there's a lot of trash and debris even. So oftentimes when I'm walking throughout the city, I won't actively look for these flowers. It's more just as I'm moving through the city and I'm paying attention to the environment and the experience in the present moment, I, I see these flowers and I bend over and collect them in my cap or I put them in my pocket or I try to very gently hold them in my hand without crushing them, especially if I have a long way to go home. And these flowers are, for me, something really, really special because even though they've taken on this second life in the environment and are definitely overlooked and disregarded, I think, in a way, I really enjoy this aspect of finding them in these spaces, picking them up, taking a close look at them, bringing them into the studio and taking an even closer look with the camera. and. Yeah, seeing them as they are, as in their own present state, as something really beautiful, but also, I think, tangible in the way that they can like be very, very honest about experience and time and change of the elements, but also the environment. It's really nice. And I perceive that also you really create a band and a connection between you and the city, because walking around and just have this attention to cut the flower from the street is something really peculiar and particular, because allow you just to pay attention, to live the present and to explore more the city. And I want to ask you what is like your connection between you and Lisbon? 
And why did you choose a Portuguese name? Because it's really nice that you call your project Flores de Rua, that means uh, flower of the street. And I think it's also an uh, homage to the Portuguese culture and to the Portuguese street. The project started because I was already collecting these flowers and sticks and stones for as long as I can remember anywhere that I lived and just seen things as I was moving about in my daily life experience and noticing them and picking them up and sticking them in my pocket or my backpack or whatever and transporting them with me to, yeah, I guess have with me and keep with me in my my own experience day to day. And for me, especially being here in Lisbon, I would say my bond and my extreme, I think, gratitude and care for the city come from what it really has to offer in terms of a place that you can really be out in experiencing on an ongoing basis that's really I I want to say beautiful, but I, I really don't think that word does it justice. But because I'm not just speaking about the beauty of the city, like the architecture or the layout with the jardins and so forth. It's more just that for me, the city really brings together all of the elements that make up a beautiful experience of life. And it's a really wonderful quality of life with everything from like the, the really wonderful food. We have so much agriculture here in Portugal the Portuguese people and their kindness and their way of living and I think sharing and caring with each other, but also foreigners. And the way that the city has so much nature integrated into it, the jardins and all the kind of, there's different streets and so forth that just have a lot of beautiful trees and plants that it's not something where a city is really separate from the landscaping, like the nature is very well integrated into the city. And, and so for me, Portugal and Lisbon are both, how can I say this? Yeah, I, I feel a deep, deep bond with it because it offers me so much in the way that life is really meaningful to me. And, and I did also didn't mention like outside of the city, of course, we have the, the river and the ocean and nature all within arm's reach. And that's also amazing because you can feel in the people like a really nice balance of um, city life with nature. And it's never really like this extreme of just city mentality or city living or city wear on the body, but people who are very well-rounded in how they're experiencing themselves and also life in their own environment. Yeah, when you were presenting the project to me, I really like the symbolize that you put into flower, but not only. It was like for you, a connection with nature, reconnection with yourself, reconnect with the past, with the city is really meaningful. And I think all the message that you are cover with Flores de Rua is like kind of invitation of taking care or just open your eyes, be present, enjoy. And it's not really often that artists are just putting themselves into their project. I think you just be really honest with yourself and uh, really concrete that sometimes when I close my eyes, I can see you as Flores de Rua instead of like a, a single flower. And I think there is a big correlation between Andrea as an artist and flower that is like reborn again, that is giving light again. 
I would like to ask you, what does it mean Flores de Rua as a personal aspect, uh, not only as an artist? What is their hidden message that you want to pass to people or just simply accept and just uh, cover for yourself? Mm, that's a really good question. And I'm going to be really go with what just popped into my head after you asked it, because I think it's perhaps not the most well thought out answer, but it's definitely the most honest answer. And that is listening to myself because I, I think walking down a street and noticing something and having a voice inside of you that says, wow, like, look at this. What is that over there? Like, what is this thing? Or like, what color is that? Or where did these come from? Like trying to even figure out in the middle of the street, where did this flower, how did it get here? Where did it fall from? Or how many times has it been run over or stepped on and it's covered in dust and feather particles and so forth? And to really stop and notice, like, I don't know, just, yeah, I'm definitely noticing how, how beautiful it is. But before that is certainly a voice inside of me that's saying, what is this? And I think aside from a voice is a kind of openness with yourself to allow yourself to even be curious about something like that, as opposed to, well, I need to have my headphones on. I'm trying to get to the post office or I'm going to the store to meet someone or to work or whatever. And I'm, you know, going down my checklist in my head of all, you know, to have all my stuff prepared for a meeting or, you know, even I'm on my way to the beach. Did I remember everything that I was supposed to bring? And I guess it's more just, I don't know if words can even really get to what I'm trying to say or trying to articulate about this experience of just allowing yourself to just stop and look. And it doesn't have to be for any reason or for any goal in mind to get something done or to get somewhere, but to just let yourself be human, I suppose, is what's really at the heart of all of this. And with that, For me, it definitely really is, I don't speak about this part a lot because I, I really want art and believe that art should be something that lands inside of someone in their own way. And it's, it has a conversation with them in their own way that's outside of me, but that's between them and the artwork. But this work for me is really political because of this aspect of humanness, of allowing oneself just to be human and not and to be present and to be in the moment and to give yourself the time and space to really connect with yourself in whatever way that means in that moment. And in a very like capitalist driven society that is pretty dominating at this point. I mean, I'm coming from America, so it's, I'm coming from a pretty extreme experience of it, but it would be pretty much unheard of to like, yeah, you might take time to go like, oh, I'm going to the beach on the weekend, or I'm going for a hike, and I'm creating these windows of times to go and step outside of these systems and be in nature to be with myself. But that doesn't really cover how we integrate that into just our daily living experience, or what do we allow for that in each hour of the day, this kind of open window of connection with the self that is not only related to an outcome or to Yeah, something outside of ourselves, I guess I would say, that's just related to an internal connection with self. Mm, thank you. It was really emotional and powerful. 
And I can say that your commitment versus the community versus yourself really strong. And also want to say that Flores de Rua is not only photographer exhibition, it's something more because you also been able just to create a book and it was really nice the way you collect all the information because it was really a call to all the creative that uh, were like part of the community, friends of you that really enjoyed the project and you allowed them to respond to the project. So can you just tell us more about the creation of the book and then why did you just bring all these artists in order to cooperate with you that I think is really interesting because it was completely organic, but it was really nice. Let's see. Thank you for the question. I think since I kind of like formally became an artist, this aspect of collaboration and community has just always been a, a natural part for me. I, I think it's something I had as a, as a child growing up with in a neighborhood with a lot of kids and we were always making dance classes or parades or just like, I don't know, there must have been 20 of us or something. Just the sky was a limit. Whatever we wanted to imagine, <laughs> we would create. And it was a bit crazy. And so I don't know if this is where it comes from or, or that I grew up with two brothers and a sister. So there was four of us in the home, but I, I never really have had the experience of being completely isolated or on my own. And so yeah, I don't know where, where I'm going, how I can get to what I want to say, but I don't know. It's just, a, it's a very natural thing for me to it have community, but it's like, yes, it's about the connection with others and expanding what's possible through conversation, through creation together. Like, okay, I've made this, like, do you want to respond to this in your own form of writing, which is like your own medium? My medium is like the aesthetic language. And so I was really interested in asking artists who I know really like writing, but also friends who are, who are writers that that's really like their medium or even friends who are, wouldn't call themselves writers, but have a really, really unique and dedicated, I would say, command over language in their own unique, unique way that every time I read something they write, I'm like, wow, that's so beautiful. But they would never say, oh, I'm a writer or I'm an artist. But so I asked people in my community here in Lisbon, but also friends in LA who are artists as well, who I've worked with over the years in different kinds of collaborations. It's always really nice to kind of continue the collaborations and then make new ones. And then people kind of also then connect through the project as well. And that's really lovely. And yeah, I, maybe if I had to say like one thing about it would just be the opportunity for possibility. When you have a conversation or you have two people or more than that, there's just always an opportunity for something else to become possible that didn't exist before. And I, I think that's a really amazing thing. And, and that's what I really, I think, get out of and enjoy and try to share with others. Because when we have possibility and creating new things, for me, this is outside of the system of capitalism. And that's one of the most important things, I think, to move culture forward. And this is maybe also the recipe to call art, something that never exists, that you just yes. present yeah. to the public. In my personal way, I would say that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good slogan. In any case, I want just to ask you the last question. I don't know if it's going to appropriate or maybe just it's too early to talk about it. But you already know what is going to be next and or after Flores de Rua? Are you having ideas? 
what is going on in the mind of Andrea right now? What's going on in the mind on in the, my mind is definitely like, am I going to get everything done before <laughs> the exhibition and the book? Because I'm in the last draft of the book and I need to get a test print done and then before the final publication. So I'm a bit like, that's where my mind is. But in terms of studio creation wise, my mind, I have a body of work of Polaroids of the ocean, which are all about Portugal and different beaches here that I've shot. And in again, and I think in the same way, like just moving through my experience of the country and just having that camera with me. I wasn't necessarily thinking of it as an art project when I started it, but it was just a way for me to kind of connect back to art after taking a, a really long break. But then as I saw the Polaroids starting to build, I saw something really beautiful coming forth. And I would really, really love to expand this project into probably also a book, but a kind of exhibition which would involve grids of Polaroids. Yeah, and more to be figured out. So that that's like a, a small window into what's coming next. It's a really big window. Yeah. And uh, maybe you can also remind to everyone when it's going to be the exhibition, because I know you're working hard on the opening, opening. So can you remind us where we can find you and when we can meet you and just see all your paint and the book? <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, the exhibition will be on July 13th at Open Hearts Lisboa in Barrio Alto. And I'm really excited to share this with the community here. We will also have the book launch. And so people will be able to see the pieces, the writing pieces alongside the full body of work in the book. And the exhibition will have 12 large scale prints of these flowers, which I actually don't think I mentioned, but they're photographed against a, a white backdrop. So you just, it's about the petals and the flowers themselves and, and nothing else. They're kind of floating in these, these white spaces. The prints will be very large. So they're about half the height of a human body at 60 by 80. And so you can really see every detail. You can really feel the presence of these street flowers. And yeah, that's where, <laughs> that's where the exhibition will be. And then I have my website, which will have the full body of work for people as well to view who can't make it to the exhibition. So thank you very much, Andrea, for this conversation. It has been really meaningful, intense and pure. And I really like the honesty and uh, the purity in which you present your project, but also you present yourself. I think Flores de Rua is really interesting. And of course, we can see a little bit your face into that project. And we cannot wait to meet you in person. Day 13 on Open Heart Lisboa. Thank you, Federica, for your questions today. It's been really nice to talk with you and also work with you on this project. I'm super grateful to everyone listening. Thank you so much for yeah, showing up to hear about the process and be part of the community we're starting to build through the podcast, but also here in Lisbon. And we hope you join us for our next episode and in between now and then we hope you have an amazing beautiful experience of life in whatever pockets you can find to have that in your 
daily life, hopefully not just on a weekend, but um, yeah, that perhaps maybe you take more time a couple times a day or, or however it works for you to go hug a tree, connect with nature, notice the little things and um, yeah, connect with yourself in whatever way feels right for you. So thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>